there is no substitute for positioning yourself to hear God's voice. We need to be ministered to. We need to be preached to. We need to hear God's voice in every season of our lives. We are back home in Missouri, and we have been blessed by because of the times this past week, and we can't wait to talk about this with you today. This is more to the story with James Jones. Because of the Times is an annual meeting held in Alexandria, Louisiana at the Pentecostals there, and we were blessed to be able to attend. The services this year were second to none, as they always are. Every year is better. Every year is better. The power of God was there every service, and it was it was there in the worship. It was there in the preaching. It was there in the altar calls, and it was a great time in the Holy Ghost. I feel refreshed and refueled which is vital in ministry. It's vital to be able to be refreshed, to be refilled, to be refueled. And we're going to talk about that in a bit. But I want to go to my wife here and ask her to share some thoughts from her perspective. So Miranda, uh, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings looking back over the week from this past conference? Well, like you mentioned, without going into too much detail, because we'll be discussing that further um, later, But BOTT is my absolute favorite conference. Uh, You truly do feel so refreshed after we leave there, and it was desperately needed, especially with the week that we had before we left for BOT. Um, And then everything that occurred on the way home, I'm sure would have thrown me over the edge if um, that refreshing. It was so nice um, and desperately needed, especially over the last 24 months of weird times that the church has gone through. I've came back ready to be bolder and to reach my personal family because what do we have to lose? Pouring into your ministry is absolutely priceless and was worth every penny we spent going to because of the times. So you mentioned the week before uh, going to because of the times and (laughs) tell us a little bit about what happened. Um, The Monday before we were supposed to leave for because of the times um, and I, I just call it bot. So if I say that from here on out, it's just, that's what it is. Our heat went out in our house. And so we had to call somebody out to get that fixed. And that took a literal week long. Um, the same day that our heat went out, my car broke down while driving <laughs> and I blocked the whole road on our the road that we live on. And literally the same day. The heat goes out. We wake up uh, that morning and it, it was like 50 degrees in our degrees house. 52 degrees in here. Yeah. And it's cold. I, I get out of bed and I reach my hand up to the vent and this is blowing cold air. And so we had to get that fixed. But that same day, my I was meeting car, the uh, heating and air guy. He went to the wrong house. broke down. And uh, we got the car fixed. And then we had some more issues with it a few days later. Uh, Yep. I was driving um, to take it through the car wash since we live on a dirt road. And I didn't want to take it to Louisiana looking like a bunch of country folk, I suppose. And the battery died at the car wash. 
and I was stuck there and you had to come to my rescue again. I had to leave work and go and get that taken care of. We had to put a new battery in. So the week before going to this conference, the car breaks down, the furnace breaks down, and I feel like the devil was just attacking. It was crazy. We go to Bot. We have a tremendous time. Absolutely. I mean, the power of God was there. I went seeking a word, needing direction, and I feel like um, I received more than one word and and direction so i'm thankful for that but on our way home ran it was your mom so i'll let you tell it okay we stopped at a gas station like we normally do i went ahead and reached back there to get jubilee out of the back and i looked at my phone and i had several missed calls i call and everybody is frantic and says that my mom has got in a really bad four-wheeler accident they were trying to get her on the ambulance to get her to the local hospital there. Next news I hear is they're life flighting her to a different hospital and that she has broke her left femur. I guess she had passed out while riding and went off of an embankment. And and this is all coming back from yeah, so because of the time. So I've been dealing the, with hospital stuff with my mom for the past couple of days and um, it's been a trial and i think that if we wouldn't have had bought in between the week previous and then what is happening this week i would have lost my mind so the devil is a lie yep the bible says this uh that the enemy tries to wear out the patience of the saints Mm -hmm. the bible tells us and the devil tries to do that church the devil tries (laughs) to do that he tries to wear out your patience and um put you through struggles put you through tougher seasons in more intense moments, trying to wear your patience out, to diminish your faith, to empty your tank. And that's why things like Because of the Times is so important, especially yes. for a minister, anybody who gives. Pours out um, to Yeah, anybody who gives ministry, who, who preaches or teaches or, or does any kind of ministry, you need to be refueled, refueled on a regular basis because you can't minister well on an empty take. So going to Because of the Times, Bot, or any other church conference, going to your local church every Sunday or in midweek service, and and all of that is so important and vital because we need to be refueled, right? And what what that is, is it's putting you in a, in a position to be ministered to. It's putting you in a position to be blessed by God, for God to pour His Spirit out on you and, and to work some things out in your spirit. And... I would say that positioning yourself to receive a word from God is such a needed practice because more than ever, we need a word from God, right? Especially in this day and everything that's going on in our world, we need a word from God, not just a word from man. We need a word from God. And we must practice putting ourselves into places that gives God the opportunity to minister and to bless us. But notice I said we've got to practice this, right? It's not something that we just do on a weekly basis. It's something that we practice on a daily basis because, yes, we need to go to church every time the doors are open. Every time there's an opportunity at your local church, be there, whether it's Sunday service, a midweek service, a a prayer meeting service, whatever it is, Position yourself, put yourself there, because that's where God's going to be speaking. That's where God's going to be moving, and you want to put yourself into that environment. Um, we need to do that. We need to go to church every Sunday and every Wednesday or Thursday, whatever your midweek service would be. We need to read the Bible every day. We need to pray every day because 
that puts us in into position to hear from God. And we're going to talk all about because of the times here in just a few moments, but I want to, I want to say something that I feel is important for just a second. It puts us into the position to hear from God, but it's got to be so much more than just a daily devotion or going to church on a Sunday. We must make it a daily practice, finding moments and places and situations that can be used to hear from God, that can be used to position us in a way that God can speak it. It doesn't have to be at church. Uh, it doesn't have to be during your prayer time, your devotion time, but it, it can be in the car or it can be at work or while you're at school. So we need to keep our spiritual senses alert. And anytime that we can, we open our ears and say, God, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? Or, or, or um, God, what's, what's direction in this? How should I respond to this? How should I react here? What what should I, we need to keep our spiritual senses open? Practice positioning ourselves to hear from God. Paul said it like this: praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Ephesians six and eighteen, I believe. So praying always, and then First Thessalonians five, he says to pray without ceasing. That does not mean that we are literally in a position of prayer, praying constantly all day, every day, all night long. Right? That's not what he's saying. What Paul is saying is that we need to stay in a spirit of prayer. We need to be always alert, waiting, ready for the voice of God. And if you're not hearing the voice of God, there is a strong possibility that you have something in your life that is blocking you from hearing his voice. Um, Incorrect positioning. Yeah. You know, being a big part of that, um, especially in this day and age, but social media you wouldn't believe even just giving that up for a day, how much God has been trying to speak to you while you were on that, but you cannot hear his voice. Right. So what is praying without ceasing? What is praying always? It says in another place to continue steadfast in prayer. We're not laying on our face 24-7 praying. It's staying in a spirit or it's staying in a mindset, a, a mindset an attitude, an alertness right? That I'm listening for God, that God could be using this moment. God could be, I could be at the supermarket and God can use a conversation with a random person to speak to me, right? I can be at work and something random can happen and God can use that to give me a life principle or to speak to me. And so praying always and praying without ceasing is being in an, in, in a constant state of conversation in your mind almost where you're where you're listening for anything that God may want to show you or speak to you and that's important does that mean that we're that we do that perfectly no obviously uh, so many times during our day we're going to be so distracted things are going on and and I'm not saying that that I sit there all day long just waiting on God to say something but I we need to try to practice that Every moment we get, we need to try to slow everything down and say, "Say, God, I know you're speaking. Just, just let me be able to hear it. And, and it's all about positioning. So I want to hear from God. You want to hear from God. And any time that God has something for me, I want to be able to receive it. And I'm sure you do as well. God forbid, listen to this, God forbid that I miss blessings and promises that God wants to give because I am out of position in my mind or my attitude. How many moments with God have I missed because I was distracted or wasn't in a spirit of prayer or wasn't alert? Moments that I could have 
been a witness to somebody in, in town or, or, or done something for him, or he could have spoke something particular to me in a, in a season or situation. But because of, of my lack of position, my mind, my attitude, not paying attention, I missed, I don't want to miss what God has for me. I believe it was Josh Herring on the podcast with um, Justin Gleason when they were talking about fasting. He happens to mention about how a father is always conversing with their children. And same goes with God. He's always wanting that conversation with us. But frequently, um, we are in a place, maybe in you know another room, and just we are in a place that we cannot hear that voice and I butchered that. So please go to Justin Gleason's podcast and listen to that. But it was, it was very good. There's so many dynamics that come into play there. So yeah, Justin C. Gleason podcast, tremendous podcast. Um, Evangelist Josh Herring, he interviewed him on his podcast recently. Go to there, go, go to that podcast. Buy the book. Yeah. You can buy Josh Herring's book, Fast Forward. I have it. Tremendous book. It will change your life. But God is always speaking the question is, are we listening? Right. Sometimes we get into a mindset that that God only speaks, that, that that the words of God are rare, that he only speaks during certain seasons at certain times, and you just got to be waiting on the troubling of those waters. No, God's always speaking. Absolutely. God's always talking. The, the question is, are we listening? So uh, position matters. Positioning matters. My mind, my thoughts, and my attitude matter. Do not miss what God has for you. Wake up every morning and pray. Read your Bible every day because God has something for you. Go to church this Sunday. Your pastor has a word for you. Make sure you're there. God has a blessing for you in the coming mornings. So make sure you wake up. Start your day in prayer. Don't wake up with five minutes to spare and just rush out your door with, with your coffee in one hand and your toothbrush in the other. But but wake up with enough time to talk to God because positioning matters. Positioning matters. If you've been needing a word but haven't received it, I want to ask you, what have you been doing to receive that word? What What have you been doing intentionally, consciously, to try to put yourself in a place where God can speak to you? Because, let me say this, some of the last words of Jesus was before he died on the cross. Obviously, he spoke more words after he resurrected, but his last words before dying on the cross, some of his last words was spoken to John, his disciple. He told him, and this last uh, admonition to John, to take care of his mother. John was the only disciple who got to hear those words. Those last words of Jesus, out of all 12, John was the only disciple to get to hear that. Do you know why? Because he was the only disciple there. The other 11 were gone, but John was perfectly positioned close enough to the cross to hear Jesus whisper. Any of the other disciples could have heard those last words, but they didn't because they were out of position. Peter was denying. Judas was was committing suicide. Other disciples, they ran away in the garden. And, and so John was the only one there to hear the last words because of his positioning. So do you need a word from God? Get closer to the cross because the closer you get to Jesus, the easier it will be to hear his voice. Positioning matters. Positioning matters. And that's what I wanted to say. So because of the times 2022, here is our review um, I'm going to let my wife 
take off with this? Um, man, it all starts with their phenomenal praise team. Their music is amazing. All the sermons are top notch, even to their daycare, watching our little daughter. They had everything set up perfectly. The forums with everything on that and all the topics were so relevant to everything that's going on in this day and age. And there was one topic that I highly appreciated. You don't necessarily hear it talked about much in the church. And I was very thankful that um, they talked on that. And so um, I'm not sure if you're wanting to go down the list here. From No, the- it's a great conference. It, it really is. Uh, they're a great church. They are a revival-minded church. Mm-hmm. They, um, it's, it's a tremendous church, larger church in a smaller city. But they're a very revival-minded church, a very outreach-oriented church, which is good. That's the mission to seek and to save them that are lost. That was the mission of Jesus Christ, and it needs to be our mission. Mm-hmm. But it's a great church. They put this conference on every year, and um, it's it's amazing. It's everything about it, the worship services, the preaching, the fellowship, the atmosphere. The The Holy Ghost is there. The Holy Ghost is there, and, and it's amazing. So we're going to go through some of the sermons that were preached, and we'll go down the list. So the, the conference has always started out, preached by the first sermon will be preached by our general superintendent um, brother david bernard mm-hmm. and uh his sermon title was the threefold court of faith if i'm not mistaken correct and phenomenal sermon mm-hmm. um he talked about the three important aspects or necessary aspects of, ha- of our faith and i think it came from when paul wrote to timothy and said god has not given you a spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind, right? So those would be the three aspects, the power, the love, and the sound mind, and he he, uh, did a phenomenal job. If you have the chance to get on their website, Pentecostals of Alexandria, and order the services on DVD or CD, please do that. It will bless you. I believe it's through White Steeple. Yes. So next sermon was? Uh, Brother Anthony Mangan himself. The sermon title. I don't know if he titled his sermon. Now, the whole theme of the conference was now, mm-hmm. and m- maybe he used that. I don't know. I don't remember him titling the sermon. Powerful preaching, though. It especially, was very good. Especially towards the end of his sermon, he talked about outreach and mm-hmm. and um, being a witness. It, it was an amazing It was an amazing Which moment. Which happened to be the theme throughout the whole entire conference, um, the unspoken theme. <laughs> Yes. What God had dealt with every single person about was having revival, getting in the harvest, having revival. The fields mm-hmm. are ready for harvest, but the laborers are few. Right? I want to be yeah. a laborer. I want to be in the field, um, trying to reach as many people as I can. That's the mission of Jesus Christ. Next, so that was the first two sermons of the night, mm-hmm. and then that next day they had the forum. Yes. Which the topic of the forum was now what, and it was talking about. With, with, with COVID, COVID restrictions and, and some areas of the world still being shut down and vaccine mandates and vaccine passports and political turmoil and things like that. What now for the church? Now what? What's the direction? What's the next steps for the church? And all in all, it was an incredible forum. Um, I really enjoyed what King Gurley had to say, especially about small groups. Uh, I enjoyed all of it. I enjoyed all of it. After the forum, it was 
Sister Vesta Lane Mangan herself. Sister Vesta Mangan, yep. and she did amazing. Phenomenal I ain't job. Stopping. She preached, I ain't stopping. 96 years old this year. In May or yeah. March, something like that. 96 years old this year, and she said, I ain't stopping. And, and that's, I hope to apply that to my life. And then following her was Brother Tim Gaddy, and, and he preached the last commandment, I believe. All I know is I appreciate how funny he is but how serious he is at the same time he did a phenomenal job great job so good it was amazing the next so that night that was during in the morning and then Mm -hmm. that night brother mike williams um daughter brooke pamer brooke pamer sister brooke pamer preached on hope i don't remember her actual title i can't remember her title as well but i did write down a quote that she had said towards the end of it um, and she said, the scarlet thread of hope can hold you, tie a knot and swing for all it's worth. And was talking about hope can hold you. Just hang on. Yes. Yes. Talked about good. hope. It was phenomenal. Very mm-hmm. good. And then following her, and this was my favorite of the week, was Brother Joel Urshan, which is one of my favorite preachers. His sermon title was Strong as an Ox. And I promise you, if you buy that sermon, get online, buy that sermon, or you can probably listen to it on YouTube. It might be on YouTube. Um, from where he's preached yeah, it from, elsewhere. From Wynn's conference. He did such a good job. He talked about unity, um, loving your brother, being kind one to another, and preached the paint off of the walls. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. The Holy Ghost was there. So the second night was phenomenal. Sister Brooke Pamer, Brother Joel Urshan. That following morning was another forum. And that one was on mental health. Mm-hmm. That one was on mental health. It and was called Well Now. Yes, Well Now. And mental health is, in a, is a very important subject that needs to be talked about, especially with everything that's going on in the world today. It can be so easy to be overcome with anxiety and fear, depression, and, and things like that. We need to be able to, be, to talk about what's going on in our head. And it was phenomenal. Did a good job. Another thing that they brought up was how family is your first and most important ministry. Yes. Um, and so then I wrote down another quote, but your ministry begins in the four walls of your home. Yes. That's your first ministry God ever gives you. And so they talked about taking time for your family so they don't feel um, like they were neglected compared to all your church members. You know, if they're not saved, then all we did is for not, you know. Family is our first ministry. I agree. So after the forum was Brother Gentry Mangan mm-hmm. and Brother Raymond Woodward. Gentry Mangan preached his sermon title "Not Now." Which Raymond was funny. Woodward, Raymond Woodward preached uh, something about the, the hill to die on. Yep. The hill to die on. Phenomenal sermon. Um, just outstanding. Buy that one if you want to buy two of them. Buy Joel Urshans and Raymond Woodward. Those are my two favorite. But you need to buy the whole set. It was an amazing time. Mm-hmm. And then that night, it was Brother Mike Williams. And he preached, God's going to turn it. God's going to turn it. Phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. And then Brother Nathan Heron, who is a missionary from Spain, he preached on the new normal. The new normal. And that was because of the times 2022. And we were blessed to be able to go. I'm thankful that. Got, that God allowed my wife and I to be able to go because it refilled us. It positioned us in a way to hear from God. And we did. We got to hear from the Lord. And I pray that that 
every single one of our listeners would practice positioning yourself to hear from the Lord. Let God speak to you. Let him give you direction. Get closer to the cross and you can hear Jesus talk. But So before we close this out, I want to ask Miranda what her favorite sermon was. I already told you mine. Mine was Joel Urshan's. I want to know what was your favorite sermon and why? Um, I definitely have to say that my favorite was Raymond Woodward's. I know that was definitely probably a hard message to get across, but very well um, needed for the last days that we are in. He talked so well about getting into the harvest and um, even if our preferences aren't the same as a church next door, um, we don't have time right now to argue about um, small things. And some of those things are very important, but it's just time to work together in the harvest with both hands. And it challenged me. And like you said about Joel Urshan's message, um, definitely, definitely a message I think everybody needs to hear. Very good. He preached his heart out on that one. Very good. That was because of the Times 2022. Tremendous conference. Try to Try to go there next year. It's in January of 2023, and you will be blessed by the sermons online. But thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to be able to speak to you for just a moment. I'm glad to have my wife on here with me. But we hope to see each and every one of you uh, next week. May God bless you.